This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. When I'm with you 
Namaharamai Kahukura Rainbow Fano. You're tuned into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. You can live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, via accessmedia.nz, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now on iHeartRadio. Tuya Ngario Otehapuri. Bring it together, the voices of our community. That is the tagline for Free FM and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glute Fab Rainbow Fano. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatapui, queer, questioning, fafafine, akaiwine, bye, and of course, all the fabulousness in between and outside of those scopes because there's a spectrum we love having you on board we love having you join us on a flat heart pride fridays at five that edge on your mic the lineup for the show oh before we get into the goodness solar rosa something good was that beat you first heard now into the goodness so this Afternoon, evening, we have got what's hot and happening for your coming weekend. Kōrero, gender, in te ao Māori. So a few rangatahi asked some questions. Um, and that's compliments of RE uh, News NZ. What's hot to watch coming up? And a bit of a segment of Kōrero, how can I support my bisexual partner? Ask Kai. That's compliments of Extra Magazine. And of course, some beats peppered through there, but a feeling good, but upside down, sort of techno version. Uh, this Room by Fat British Drop. And Ending Us Up with Realized by Drunken Kong. That's another DMB to kickstart your coming weekend. That is the lineup for the show, Fano. Again, we love having you on board. Wherever you are, whether it be in Aotearoa or across international waters, no maharamai, no mai hoki mai. Welcome and welcome back. So let's get into the first lot of goodness. How can I support my bisexual partner? Ask Kai. Let's get into it. Hi, I'm Kai Chang Tom, and you're watching Ask Kai, Quick Tips for the Apocalypse, a series of short videos in which I answer all of your questions about life, love, and the universe. So today's question is from one who writes and says, hello, my partner just came out as bisexual and I would like to know how I can be more supportive. I'm so glad that you want to be supportive of your partner who is coming out as bi. Fantastic, congratulations already. You are getting a good partnership award because wanting to be supportive is an awesome first step and it is not the first reaction that everybody has. So. Congratulations to you and congratulations to your partner. So I'm noticing that the writer of this question left ambiguous, like if they were in like a gay relationship and the partner is now interested in people of like a different gender or if they were in like a hetero relationship and the person is now interested in people of the same gender or like queer genders. Um, so I'm just going to try and answer this question like fairly generally and maybe give some specific pointers um, in like the direction of like hetero couples where 
Um, one partner is coming out as bi because I think there may be a few extra things to consider there. When someone we love, maybe someone we've loved for a really long time in a really serious way, announces a big change um, in their life. Maybe, maybe it's not a surprise to them, but it's probably a surprise to us. Like, you know, if my partner came out um, as, you know, differently queer or trans than they already are, that would be a surprise to me. Um, it's normal to have complicated feelings about that. I think most people do. Um, where we cross the line into um, potentially bad or unsupportive or, you know, maybe even abusive behavior is where we then make our feelings uh, like the center and try and like restrict or guilt trip or, uh, you know, force our partner to take care of us in some ways where we're like, you know, you can't be bi because what about me, right? So that is where, you know, one can draw the line. Um, and I think it's really healthy actually to acknowledge one's complex feelings and maybe work them through with friends, a professional, um, through spiritual practice, anything like that. Um, because if we don't acknowledge complicated feelings that we have, they are not likely to go away. What we resist persists. Um, and then those feelings might spill out of us in uh, unexpected or unwanted ways, like in the middle of an argument, like an unrelated argument, for example, or through like snide comments or passive aggression. Our complicated feelings often yearn to be heard and to be seen. And if we refuse to hear and see them, they will make themselves heard and seen by other people. So good to acknowledge any complicated feelings that might be there. And the complicated feelings around someone uh, coming out, um, especially a partner coming out, are usually things like this. One, um, am I not enough for my partner anymore? Am I unable to fulfill my partner's needs? Two, is my partner gonna leave me because I'm not able to fulfill their needs? Um, and then, you know, from those uh, two worries, we often spin into, uh, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not sexy enough. I'm, uh, how could I have not known? I'm such a bad person. I'm unlovable, right? This is our deep human fear. I'm unlovable. And uh, that can be pretty painful. So I would say the first thing we can do to be really supportive of um, our partners if they're coming out is to be supportive of ourselves, to acknowledge difficult feelings that we have and really see though like, if they are rooted in reality or not. Um, a partner coming out as bi does not mean that you have failed or that you um, are wrong or a bad partner in any way. It just means that they have a broad, uh, <laughs> it just means that they have a broad experience of desire and you are one of two or many more categories of people that they could feel desire for. Um, is your partner going to leave you? Well, I can't really answer that, but um, like if your partnership is already solid and stable, then probably not. <laughs> like, um, just because your partner is discovering or um, coming out about um, a different side of themselves doesn't mean that they don't love you anymore. It's really just about them and not about you. So that's something important to remember. So what about actions? So people are like, what, what actions can I do? Well, I think this really depends on what kind of a partnership you are in. So something that is um, maybe extra exciting or delightful about being in an open or polyamorous style of relationship when your partner comes out as bi is like, you can be like, oh yeah, well go forth and explore other people uh, of, uh, you know, new genders. Um, and uh, you know, that can be something really exciting and fulfilling for them and just to like kind of 
celebrate with them as they explore what probably is pretty ter uh, what, is, what is pretty tender or even anxiety provoking territory. Um, there's that. Now, if you are in a monogamous partnership, there might be some stickier things that come up around that, and that usually tends to be around like, well, what if your partner wants to explore this side of themselves that they're newly open about, but they're in a monogamous relationship with you, and so they can't do that. So the tension there is like, well, a lot of couples will say, maybe we want to be open or polyamorous um, for a certain period of time or in a limited way so that the partner who is coming out can then have their exploratory experience. And I'm not gonna tell anyone how to like run their own partnerships. Just some kind of troubleshooting tips I can give about that are, it is pretty hard to anticipate how either person in the partnership is gonna feel once the exploration happens. So what I mean by that is um, a lot of people, and this is particularly for like heterosexual relationships where one person has come out as uh, bi or queer, um, there, there can be this idea of like, oh yeah, well, um, I guess I have to let you have some hookups with other people so you can get this exploration out of your system and then you'll return to me and our partnership will still be good. And uh, I'll just say, so we just don't know how that's always going to work out until it happens. So the partner who um, is going out and doing the exploring may suddenly have like a rush of excitement and want to get uh, like a little bit deeper into that exploration. It may not always be one off uh, hookups that meet their need for exploration. And the person who um, is like saying, okay, yes, I will allow this openness where my partners come out as bi. Um, just because something is limited doesn't mean that it's not going to evoke feelings of insecurity or jealousy. So I would just be aware of that um, and, and really kind of try and get a solid sense in oneself, like, are you okay with um, like polyamory or an open relationship or your partner having explorations on the side or whatever? You don't have to be okay with it just because you want to be supportive. I would say it is um, maybe like a little less helpful to pretend that we're okay with something when we are really not. The issue of monogamy versus polyamory is separate from one being um, supportive of a partner having uh, like bisexual or queer feelings. So important to kind of separate those two things because if we try and pretend that we're okay with openness or polyamory and we're not, it's likely to lead to conflict that we don't expect and surprise conflict is everybody's least favorite kind in my experience. So that's important to know. If you do decide that you're like, well, I am not okay with polyamory and we are monogamous and I still want to be supportive. That's something to have like a deeper and longer conversation about. So for example, there's uh, porn that your partner may want to be able to explore in a more open way. Maybe they want to explore that porn with you or other fantasies or sexual activities that can uh, kind of look into um, the experience of uh, bisexuality. Um, where uh, you're still sort of maintaining the relationship agreement you have of monogamy, but um, the sexuality that you are having is expanded. Um, some folks also like to uh, inv invite um, new people into the partnership, not in like a polyamorous way, but like in the sense of like, for example, having threesomes or going to sex parties or um, mixed gender bathhouses where people can, where you can like observe people of different genders having sex and kind of get that like 
uh, sexy um, homoerotic or bioerotic energy and ambiance that are directly participating um, or where you're participating together and because you're participating together it feels less intense or scary for the monogamy. Um, so these are all things you consider you can consider you can get creative about it as well. Um, but all this to say is like I, I would just really encourage having some really uh, thoughtful conversations where you're getting clear about what each of you wants and what you're ready to do um, and explore. I guess the last thing I might say about this is uh, it's probably something you're already thinking about is um, any big transformation or shift in a relationship is likely to bring up feelings of tenderness. It's obviously tender for someone to be coming out as bi for the first time. They're wondering if they're going to be rejected. They're wondering um, if they're going to be able to explore these desires in a way that is healthy for them and probably that is healthy for you and the partnership as well. All those things that people who worry about when their partners come out usually are pretty similar to the things that the partner who is coming out is worried about, am I failing my partner? Am I a bad person? Am I still going to be able to meet my partner's needs? Is this partnership going to stay together? And in all of those cases, I would just say, it's important to acknowledge that you're feeling those feelings together rather than alone. It's often a lot easier and can feel a lot more supportive um, for both people in the partnership um, than trying to like knuckle through all by yourself. So be kind to yourself, be kind to your partner, be kind to one another. When we move in the spirit of compassion and honesty, um, things tend to go a lot smoother. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for watching. I'm Kai Cheng Tom. This is Ask Kai, quick tips for the apocalypse. Stay safe, wash your hands, maybe go to a party, but also stay safe. Bye everyone.
No my hoki my kahukura rainbow fano. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. Flat Out. Tune in to your Flat Out Pride Hour Fridays at 5 on your free FM dial. We do news, views and interviews for and about our Flat Out Pride whānau. I hope you enjoyed that. That last beat there was feeling good. I felt like you complimented that Kaupapa Kōrero. That was the Joe Corey remix. Yes. Okay, coming up on the show, we've got what's hot and happening for your coming weekend. A bit of Fat Freddy's in there. A kaupapa kōrero, jina in te ao māori. So a few rangatahi talk, uh, get questions asked to them and then they re- they respond and speak to their whakaro or their thoughts on what it means to them. Uh, we've got What's Hot to Watch coming up next. And yeah, that's a goodness. That is our goodness. So let's get into that goodness. What to watch. So I picked a few things. There's just so much out there. But a few things from different kinds of uh, genre of watching or entertainment. There's a film. Um, there's a TV show. And theatre, of course. So let's get into it. Hot to watch. So this quarter was brought to you by Into, uh, a new, um, what do you call it, engine, search engine, no, page, group, ropu, um, that shares information about our rainbow whanau. Anywho, The Power of the Dog is the name of the film. And apparently, according to Sam Moore, who did a bit of a, review on it, reveals the violence of queer masculinity. So, the contemporary cowboys been getting queerer and queerer since the arrival of Old Town Road. 2019, Little Naz X brought the mythology and imagery of the cowboy into the modern era by way of exploitation tropes. Okay, so this movie is set, or the film is set, in 1925. And it looks at how long this kind of man can stay alive. And this extends to the relationship with his brother George and Rose, the wife, 
uh, that George brings home. Phil draws on his power not only from the land, but from being a certain kind of man. What he and the world sees as the right kind of man. The queerness of the power, powder of the dog is fascinating because it's messy. So full of the potential not only for salvation, but for violence. And so much of how this is understood is through a masculinity that's become as immovable as the landscape that forged it. I can't tell you too much more, but there's contrasting energies between the main character and then Phil the brother. So Phil's story is framed as being that of a man trying to find a place for himself amidst stark binaries between the frontier and the city, between loving nature and submitting to it, between self-acceptance and the impact of internalized self-hatred. So apparently he has a little place he goes to to take care of himself. But yeah, so it's that contrasting recognition of those two energies. I think it would be quite a moving movie to watch if you get a chance. The Power of the Dog. Next up, did you know RuPaul? Ru's going to have two trans competitors and a cis straight queen for the first time on the next season, which is season 14. After the show had its first trans male contestant, the upcoming season will feature two out trans competitors for the first time. Additionally, for the first time, a heterosexual cisgender man will be behind one of the queens in the cast as well. Here's a little snippet. This season, victory never tasted so sweet. Unwrap a world of imagination. With 14 new queens who are all game to play. Are you ready to roll the dice? <laughs> I came to win all this bread. There's always gotta be a wild card. I'm here to raise some hell. These other queens are about to get played. Oh, hell no. You never know who will snatch the crown. I'm always thinking three moves ahead. Now things are getting spicy. Who's got game? This is going to be a walk in the park. I'm going to outshine everyone else. Do not collect $100,000. <laughs> Who's gonna make the juiciest moves? I'm here to shake things up. You want big moves? Mine will turn this game upside down. Forget the rule book. Tastes absolutely gorgeous. For the first time in history, a one-of-a-kind candy bar could make a queen's wish come true. Hope you saved room for dessert. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race premieres Friday, January 7th at 8 p.m. only on VH1. There you go, Fano. What is hot? to watch. Next up, I found Theatre Plays. A Weekend Binge. This is brought to you by QWERTY Entertainment. This is a tribute to one of the great gay artists of our time. December the 3rd marks one week since the passing of Stephen Sondheim, the openly gay composer, lyricist that revolutionised the Broadway musical. In a career that spanned 70 years, he penned songs that have since become musical standards and helped create some of the greatest musicals of all time. Gypsy, Into the Woods, 
Follies, A Little Night Music and Company, among many, many others. In tribute to this musical giant, there is two of Sondheim's best stage-to-screen adaptations. West Side Story, so that was released in 1961, and that won like a whopping 10 uh, Academy Awards and trophies, uh, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Director, Best Picture, uh, the list goes on. The musical reimagines Romeo and Juliet as set in New York's Upper West Side in the 1950s, so we all know that story there. Then you move... Flash forward to 50 years later to another great uh, Sondheim adaptation, Sweeney Todd. Uh, Johnny Depp starred in that one. The movie also scored Oscar nominations for Depp as Leading Actor, Best Costume and won Best Art Direction. Uh, musical theatre often cite West Side Stories having the greatest score of any musical produced in the 20th century people love love and love that now virtually every musical composer of the past 50 years has cited Sondheim as an influence uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda Jonathan Larson Howard Ashman and even Sondheim's friend Andrew Lloyd Webber modeled their work after his Broadway and musical fans will forever mourn the loss of this great gay legend. Watch a couple of his movies and find out why. So West Side Story 1961, uh, Sweeney Todd, so that's that's a, um adaptation. So those are hot to watch. If you're a theatre lover, then now's the good time to acknowledge that wonderful man and his reigning work that influences the theatre world. Okay, fine. That's all I have time for. Let's go into a beat upside down by full intention. Stay tuned.
You are tuned into the Whera Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, via accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. Flat out. That's us. Lady H on your mic for your Funky Friday. We, you, are tuned in to the Friday Pride Hour here, Fridays at 5 on Free FM Down. News, views and interviews for and about our flat out glit fab whanau. That was That Beat Upside Down by Full Intention. What's coming up on the show? We've got what's hot and happening for you coming weekend. And then next up, we've got Kopa Korero, Gender into Ao Māori. So, a few rangatahi have been uh, interviewed about their perspectives of gender into Ao Māori. And it is bilingual whānau. So, yeah, if you don't know the real, then you can have a listen and perhaps do some rangahai for yourself. We'll move into a fat finish drop and then into weekend events. What's hot and happening around Aotearoa? Okay, let's get into that goodness. Stay tuned. I identify as my version of Tani as a boy, which is, you know, me. <laughs> Tani. Tani. Alright. Oh, he My pronouns are you could never. He tangata, he tangata. Aqua to taitir, a taitara, or to iratangata. He tangata to nuque. Imuai te tangamai. O te kirima, karitewi Māori, whai i enei pawaka, o te enei gender binaries, me ki, 
kind of squiggly larangis pair, like hetane, wahine, hehe, tahiatu as well, and like karehe kupu mote, tane mote wahine, itiwake te kodiroko ya panakite tahitangata. Um, so kwa ahua tato tato vibes tera. Inua iti tangamayo nga kahi. Yeah, I feel like iti tangamayo kiri mai. Everything up. Ah, kia. パンを見てまえ、ヘタネヘワヒネ。はい。巻いておろこはがまよてたがた。あ、カプタマイコテタネコテワヒネ。ちょっとね、ライトデイ。さあ、マハホキンががもももめはけてあ、くふまいきる
sit and watch you from my window, giving yourself away. You've been working hard all day. I see the ground catch at your feet. I see the sweet signs of defeat, like you're beaten, but you feel no pain. And then you turn to me instinctively, checking if you're alone, like a reflex from my guilty mind. I fall away into the background like a shadow on the wall to leave you with your peace of mind. I watch from my window up high, all alone in this room. So many people go the same way.
No maharamai, no mai hoki, mai kahu kura whanau. You are tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, the accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and tune in now on iHeartRadio. Flat out. You are tuned into the station and the show as it celebrates us, the Glitfab Rainbow Fano. Welcome and welcome back. That last beat there was by Fat British Drop, The Room. This room, sorry, this room. We're going now into what's hot and happening for your coming weekend. Friday the 10th of December, two more weeks till Christmas, whānau. The Lord of the Rings 20-year anniversary celebration is happening at the Hobbiton movie set. Fruitcake, a jolly good Christmas track show is happening at the Fringe Bar down in Wallywood. Jameson House of Rounds featuring Mellow Downs, Jess B., Polly Hill and more at Galatos in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland at 17 Galatos Street. Lady Ish Techno along with the best New Zealand female talents. That's at 350 Karanga Road, Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. I would love to get to that. Oh my gosh. They've got Baloo, Colombo, Nolispo, Emergy Slothy at the Orange Bar 18 plus event Fano. Man, that sounds like a good one. Sky City Hamilton has the Waikato Cup Day for your Saturday the 11th. California Love and Orchestral Rendition is happening in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. Ooh, uh, you need to sign up for tickets. Uh, they're taking you back to the golden age. Everything from the 90s and 2000s. Oh, wow. I would love to be a part of that one. The Alternative Symphony. Nerd Rage. A nerdy drag show is happening at the Ivy Bar and Cabaret, 63 Cuba Street and the Arrowwellywood. Tickets from eventfinder.co.nz. Homer House at Nick of the Woods for still on your Saturday. That's 155B K Road. Tickets from Theta Project or one word or lowercase.co.nz. Oh, and that's pretty much the lineup. But next week, Wednesday, there's a dance party on the Sky Path at the Auckland Harbour Bridge. Thursday, the Wellington Feminist Poetry Club are getting together at the Fringe Bar. So that's 28 Allen Street, Te Aro in Wellywood. Uh, tickets from Event Finder, that's with an A, dot co, dot NZ. That is your lineup for your coming week and weekend. Fabulous Fano, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you are well. You're taking care of yourselves. You're taking care of your loved ones and those around you. Love, light and laughter out to you all. Keep well, keep smiling, be safe on the streets and in the sheets. Condoms and lube are your safest form of protection, Fano. I'm going to leave you with a beat to realise by Drunken Kong. Have a fab weekend and we'll catch you all up next week. Lady H signing off. Kakite.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.